Good morning again and welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Today would be a good day to garden because it's just nice outside, you know? Uh, Over the Garden Fence brought to you by your friends at Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And here he is, your host for Over the Garden Fence, Mr. Andy Waddell. You would agree with me, right? I would totally agree with you. Sometimes all you need to do is do a little digging in the dirt. That's right. You know? That's right. And can we say go Tigers? I'm sorry, Cleveland, but you know what? Time to break that uh, would, losing streak. I am you know? never going to root for Cleveland, okay? <laughs> I, you know, just no. No. Tim doesn't even like, he doesn't like Cleveland either. <gasps> he, he's a Tiger fan. Yes. He oh. is. He is. We're all Tiger fans. You work here, you better be a tiger. Well, you know, somebody... <laughs> it's a requirement. Yeah, it's kind of a requirement. It's like on the application, I think. You know, do, you know, do you, you know, have you ever committed... It's above the where have you committed a felony question, yeah. you know? Are you a Tiger fan? That's right. Same you, with- uh, by the way, Andy, do you know how long we've had the Detroit Tigers on this station? Okay, Tiger fans and KZO fans, here's oh. a bit of trivia for you. Oh, yeah. We tracked it back to the year 1937... Jeez. When the Detroit Tigers, we picked up the Tigers at the same time we picked up the Lone Ranger. Wow. Back when the Lone Ranger first started in 1937, we got the Tigers kind of as a throw-in. Huh. And uh, then, you know, of course, the, the story is obviously that, uh, you know, the person, you know, John Fetzer, who owned uh, Fetzer Broadcasting, yes. then bought the Tigers, and it was like, well, then it was a no-brainer. Well, John was, if I'm not mistaken, good friends with Harley Waddell, mm-hmm. George's dad, and would get us tickets mm-hmm. to be right behind the dugout at oh, a certain go. time, at a certain spot. And Grandpa would re- yell out to one of the trainers, hey, and he'd open the gate and out we'd go out in the field. Oh, wow. And Very cool. That's kind of neat. Very cool. <laughs> and as we talked about earlier, um, Waddell's used to be located on Westnidge near Maple Street. Mm-hmm. And that is how, I guess, was it a, a, your grandfather, Harley? Over the garden over fence. Over the garden fence. There was a fence there between the two properties, and that's how the name of the show came <laughs> in. You're just learning all sorts of stuff today, aren't we? Yeah. Well, you know, on the Waddell's application, you know, KZO, you're a Tiger fan. The Waddell application does say, are you a gardening fan? Oh, well, there you go. You know, and so there somebody says, well, I'm I'm in love with gardening. You know, like, okay, okay. Let's, ha- let's sit down. Let's sit down and let's talk. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, so thanks for having me. Yeah. So you... Uh, you have some uh, timely tips for us uh, on this gorgeous Saturday? I do. I do. And I actually, what I'm going to call them is maybe a little vacationing Ooh. gardening tip. Okay. So, uh, you know, um, good morning, everybody, and thanks for having me. And like I said, go Tigers. So, um, us Michiganders, we are so fortunate. I've traveled many states, and we have by far one of the most beautiful states in the Union. The abundance of gorgeous blue freshwater lakes, um, some of the best in the world, and uh, a lot of times we take it for granted. Everybody listening this morning has gone on vacation and maybe have headed north. And when things start changing, like the birch and the poplars sticking out alongside the road with their nice white trunks, and the landscaping is dotted more and more with cedars, pines, and spruce, Jim, you know, you almost feel relieved, kind of like getting out of a traffic jam. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at the very end, you're like, ah, I'm free. And you know, you're really heading up north when you start seeing the posty signs. Or is it posty? Pasty. Yeah. Pasty. Sorry, I'll leave. That's okay. My wife's like already um, um, going, oh, he just blew the first word. Oh, so, no, 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 no. You know, and, but I know I love them. So um, 
you start seeing those signs, yum, and you know you're getting closer to the straits. But then you'll start seeing something mighty and majestic sticking out above the tree line. Michigan's own Mackinac Bridge in all her glory. To go across alone, I get huge respect for the men and women who have built the mighty Mac and for those who maintain it on a daily basis. They were painting the other day. And the They're guys, always painting. The guys had two five-gallon buckets, one in each hand, walking up that piece of wire alongside the... Um, now, they were strapped, of course, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing good enough driving. Yeah, I know. I'm a wimp. So um, to drive over it hundreds of feet up in the air, I actually caught a very nice picture on the first scenic pullout along US-2 west of St. Ignace and took pictures of a huge freighter going underneath almost looking like it just missed the bottom of the bridge. You don't happen to have a picture of the guy who flew his private plane under it, do you? I do not. Okay. That's. I think that might be a naughty one. Well, we, Tim and I were discussing this earlier about, you know, first of all, why would you do something like that? Well, because they could. You know, there's nobody there stopping For sure. Them. But I told Tim it was either in the late 1950s or early 60s, a B-52 bomber flew underneath the Mackinac Bridge. Now, the pilot, once he landed, was done, period. <laughs> but, yeah, there, is a, there are actually pictures of this thing. Uh, wow. A, a big, a big, yeah. B-50. Your wings, please. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes, your wings and your resignation. Thank you. I think um, you can be a gardener now. But uh, on June 28th, it's a part of one of our news stories, on June 28th at around just before 3, I believe, a private plane flew underneath the Mackinac Bridge, and so they're looking for pictures, or because you know, that's the type of thing you know people will whip out their phone and go, "Hey, look at this!" Yeah, because you just don't see the, it every the day. The freighter alone was pretty cool. Freighters are are fun. Eight hundred thousand foot it. ship, oh, just just going just under amazing. there. It, it is amazing. So when you cross the bridge, you um, you start getting that nice cool breeze, a nice air, and you know there's a there's an island that Michigan actually calls home. It's out east of the bridge. I think some of you might know it. South of St. Ignace, called Mackinac Island. And as a gardener, as a landscaper, and as a plantaholic, I was looking so forward to going to visit the island and making a trip to the Grand Hotel. Taking a taxi alone when you get off the ferry sets you back in time as they are only horse-drawn carriages. As we were approaching the hotel... The road is centered by huge, big pots of annuals welcoming your breathtaking view to the hotel as you approach. The majestic look of the front front porch alone with the huge white columns and hundreds, if not thousands, of red geraniums lining the porch. The grounds were amazing. I know what it takes to make amazing grounds. Immaculately taken care of to all detail. From the fountains to the lawn areas, to the handicap pickup areas that Ashley Jim could have been just a straight walk, but instead they made a nice curve in a lot of them around it so it kind of swooped in a boardwalk and oh, wow. plantings all over the place using Ashley um, banana really? tree as focal points with a lot of plant material around it, annuals and more annuals and more annuals, obviously coming out soon as the fall is approaching. Like I said, the grounds are amazing, and um, the gardens were every, everywhere with tons of color. I actually wanted to see their gardener, their greenhouse, and all the people who worked so hard on this. You didn't see one of them. 
They must do it all behind the scenes. And this was just from the outside. You go on and on about the inside from visiting the um, cupola bar on the top of the floor with a panoramic view across Lake Huron, viewing all the way over to Canada, all the way over to the bridge, and looking back to our great state of Michigan. 240-degree view, they say. Stroll in the hallway, seeing the pictures of some of the presidents and some of the famous that have been there over the years. Just kind of sets you back in time. A couple of the movies that have been done over the year, um, definitely with uh, Jimmy Durant and then uh, with Christopher Reeves back in 1980. So many of the plants, though, and the annuals are varieties of proven winners. Varieties that Waddell's grows and sells right here and is grown right here in Michigan. And yes, I know most of the greenhouse was just a staging area. Most of these are grown down in the lower portion of the state and shipped up to the island. So I was just doing a little research, Jim, and if you want an amazing uh, show that is called the Grand Garden Show Tour, hmm. Coming up, and I could tell a little about that in a few minutes. Okay. Well, we have a phone call. I see that. Someone has a question, so let's go to the phones. Good morning, Ray. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Hey, Ray. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. How can I be of help? Well, I've got kind of an interesting problem or question. Uh, last spring, I planted some uh, bell pepper plants in my garden, uh, and uh, in the three or so months since then, they have not grown a bit. They are virtually the same size they are when I planted them. Okay. And I wondered. I wondered if you knew what was going on there. So is so we got to go right back to the beginning. Was this an quite an established pepper? Was it by seed? Was it by little flats or trays for starters? Um, it was in a flat, and, okay. and they were already, they were plants, and uh, I bought them at a local nursery, yeah. not yours. <laughs> right. they, were, they, were about, they were about four or five inches high. Yeah, and they were not root-bound, so they weren't like a little cell of hard roots when it came out, correct? Mm, yeah, right. Okay, so number two then, I might actually lift one now. You're not going to have probably a pepper that's going to be doing very good if it's just sitting there. So you can almost take a shovel and go, not, not destroy the plant, sir, but go underneath it and lift it up. Is the plant just sitting there? Is it on hard ground? Sometimes when we did, um, and I'm only making an example of other vegetables, but when the ground is tilled or prepared below it, a lot of times those roots can flourish. Uh, I didn't know if um, was the ground tilled or is there, there loose uh, loam underneath it that it can grow? Um, yeah, I, I rototilled it before I put them in. You know. Okay, all right. So uh, then I got to look one step closer then. If the plant's put in and it's just kind of sitting there, then my next step might be some fertilizer. Is there something that has been placed onto the plant, something that can, oh, give it some vitality? Is it just sitting there with no mulch around it? Peppers and tomatoes, we've been learning more, love to have their roots cool. It's just similar to clematis. Sometimes uh, people have been using, Ray, lawn clippings along with cedar mulch embedding those tomatoes and peppers so when you water them, the ground doesn't splash up around it. Um, base watering on peppers is better than overhead watering. Um, 
Mm-hmm. There is a product called Blooming and Rooting, and I've talked about it before, but it's made by Fertilone, but we call it dessert for tomatoes. And all you're trying to do is, <clears throat> probably in about 90 to 120 days, that pepper will be no good for the winter. So we need to push something um, pretty quick on that, Ray. So A, yep. you might want to test that soil. It might be really off as far as the pH. We can bring that in, put a little cup around uh, in a baggie, and let's test it when you come in. B, the rooting, blooming and rooting is a 9 in nitrogen, 58.8, so really high in your middle number, encourages bud and flower development and good stem growth. So that might get um, the pepper going right now. You can do that in a foliar feed and a liquid soil drench to get water and food to it immediately instead of a granular that's slow release. Right. Third okay. thing, maybe get the plant because they love the heat, but they do like the roots cool if maybe some mulch can be placed around them a little, and not around the stem much, Ray, but around the existing plant. Maybe that would encourage some growth. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to okay. find out more. Somehow it has gotten stunted. You know, the peppers should love this heat that we've had in the last couple of weeks. So I'm surprised, you're, like you're saying, it's, it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, all right. All right, well, I'll go try those suggestions. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, Ray. sir. All right, Thank have a good uh, weekend, and you thanks bet. for calling in. And while you know that's happening, let's let you know that just like Ray, you can call us, 382-4280-877-382-4280, or you can text us if you're a little radio shy at 80373, and we'll take a quick break and come back with some more timely tips and more fun here on Over the Garden mm-hmm. Fence here on 590 FM, WKZO. Did you know the best time of year to improve your lawn is now? The lawn experts at Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center are always happy to help you choose the right seed and products to get the healthy green lawn you're looking for. Just bring in your soil samples and pictures to show Woodell's Lawn Pros for a prescription for success. This week, get Woodell's four exclusive grass seed blends on sale. City Mix Blend that's great for high traffic areas is just $3.98 per pound. Kalamazoo area's favorite grass seed blend for shady areas, Woodell's Deluxe Shady is now $4.98 per pound. Have an area that won't get much water? Put in Woodell's Jaguar grass seed that gives you nice looking deep green grass but takes very little maintenance. Jaguar's on sale for just $3.58 per pound. Larger sizes of all of these exclusive grass seed blends are also on sale this week. To put on your seed to assure better germination, be sure to put on Fertilone Lawn Seed Starter Fertilizer, which comes in four convenient sizes. An easy way to help retain moisture for your new seed is Easy Straw. Easy Straw has tack to make it stick in place better and is also on sale this week. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. WKCO News Time 922, and we're back to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell on this gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous Saturday <laughs> morning. Beautiful. 70 degrees outside now with sunshine. And um, so I have to ask, and this mm-hmm, is this is a question not about us necessarily. But it's uh, about uh, what's going on down in the southern region, where I guess this is like a once in a lifetime thing where we got not one but two tropical systems oh, I know. coming up through the Gulf. Um, what what kind of what kind of plants or what kind of products are are coming out of the South Africa? And then what's going to do you have any venture guess? Cypress what's going to happen? Cypress when, mulch, eucalyptus okay. mulch, cedar mulch. Oh yeah, right and away. Not one but two. You know, multi, you know, inch of rain, wind, the whole nine yards. This is probably going to put a dent in it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd say that um, the situation that America's had recently 
Um, and if it's not necessarily the malt supplier that is shut down due to lack of help, maybe it's the bag supplier mm. or the ink supplier for the bag. Oh, or, you, you know, maybe it's the machinery that can't be serviced. You know, it's just like a ring all the way down. One affects the other who affects the other. And so um, I am hoping, Ashley, um, it might miss. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know it looks like it's it's going to hit. So, um, you know, some of that um, industry, as fast as they can, usually pops back. I am not saying good, bad, or ugly. Damaged trees mm -hmm. can actually go right into harvest, hopefully, you know, because maybe that could be some uh, influx of cedar malt or cypress mulch, excuse me, that's that's damaged possibly. I'm just trying to think of benefits at the same time. Yeah. Um, the last thing we want to do is have them get hit hard for yeah. sure. Not once, but maybe twice. <laughs> that's right. Hey, I just looked up on that. <clears throat> I'm going to highlight on what um, Ray just talked about. The blooming and rooting soluble is a 958.8 like I've talked about, and it is good for flowering items roses orchids for sure peppers and we're trying to all we're trying to do jim is the more flowers you have on your pepper the more apt you might get peppers so tomatoes and all fruit bearing plants so it's uh um can be used in containers foliar feeding outdoor plants um one to two taste tablespoons in a gallon of water could be mixed and put around the base of the plant and on the foliage itself and it's safe so those okay. are just a couple ideas that if the peppers just sitting there our tomatoes right now are massive and so they are probably four to five feet um they should just those peppers our pepper, our good one that's going jim we put it in a big tree bucket and put mm -hmm. uh fertile high yield uh, food soil combination and it's just loaded with peppers wow yeah so we're talking about um up on the island and i know that uh at mackinac here august 30th through september 2nd is a grand garden show you can see hear, and learn about the history and look at the entire grounds and yes this year there will be virtual speakers and head designer and proven winter speakers so there's a lot of lot of things that maybe you're deciding to take a trip you might want to run into that at the same time so enough daydreaming back to the grindstone Ugh. <laughs> but you know what there's... you had to bring that up didn't you <laughs> Sorry, <Jim. laughs> you know there's stuff to do and i'll tell you there's a lot of people behind the scenes that make a place like that look good and i'll tell you a lot of that you look close there's a lot of drip irrigation. There was a lot. There had to be a lot of the baskets that were just gorgeous with uh, flowers coming out of them look close enough. Yes, it had drip irrigation. It watering 101 or deep root watering is really what we want to also talk about. People are especially on newly planted plants. When you are digging that hole, I would for sure, um, we did a little... Um, webinar on how to massage roots we got it online right now uh jim and you don't pull the plant straight out of the pot and shove it in the ground that's a lot of times what a normal landscaper is doing i like to make sure that when you're taking it out you massage and loosen those roots so that little cylinder of dirt doesn't have roots spinning round and round then it's set down in with compost and sphagnum peat moss and your mycorrhiza and we'll talk about that in a few minutes but then 
before you set the plant in, why not, if you got the time, water the hole? Soak the roots good um, around that hole and then let the water just sit and percolate. Hour later, now you've got a wet root ball and a wet wet hole that you can set your plant down in and backfill. Now that plant won't struggle on day two because at most nurseries, whether it be Waddell's or a lot of our friends in Kalamazoo, our, our garden centers and, and greenhouses, we water every day. We try to feed as much as we can so that way that plant looks good to you. If you have questions, we actually have a um, uh, uh, list called Watering 101 that shows you the basis of trees, shrubs, evergreens, and not everything takes the same amount of water. Some plants like a lot less than the others. I'll tell you one item that really right now is wanting moisture, and that is your lawn. <laughs> Quite brown. Uh, I can tell right where the lawnmowers were this week because it's crispy. It's got burn lines where all the tires have been. So really, um, maybe that watering, once you get your lawn set back a little bit, then it goes into very good dormant mode. And what comes up? For sure, the weeds. So did you know now is the best time for lawn repair, for lawn installation of the whole year? What Jim has told me here on WKZO for years is come in with a pH test. Yes. Let's find out first. The test is free. Bring in a chunk that's big enough so Don or Mike or somebody on our sales floor could examine, look at it. Is it solid, hard ground? One of our crews was installing trees the other day. They were back within 45 minutes. They said, what, what's going on? It was wonderful digging. Beautiful. It's just like in, out, guys, three guys dug trees back, back to Waddell's. Crew number two, at 11 o'clock in the morning, Zach said the other morning, we're still on tree number one. Solid hard ground. It's bending the pickaxe. Yeah. that's okay. And that is not American-made pickaxe, I don't think, anymore. I am not going to say where, but it ended up bowing Jim like, wow. a, like a boat anchor. So they're taking bobcats with forks on it and plugging into the ground trying to get them. Well, as they backfilled, they soaked the holes and making sure that the trees were well watered for the customer when they put them in. So is lawn your thing right now? You know from August 15th to October 1st, now is the best time of the year. So we talked about pH, number one. That's going to tell us a lot. Number two, prep the area. I visited the home this spring, and we'll take another break, but we need to learn about lawns today. We, um, I went out and visited a job site this spring where a customer had told Barb that um, lawn just didn't come up, just nothing but um, no, no results whatsoever, and had put almost 100 pounds of seed on. Wow. Hmm. It's just red flag, red flag, red flag right away. So we go out there, and it's a very, very deep shade, lots of trees, oak seeds, and acorns and branches everywhere. And sure enough, where there was some sunlight and some moisture, sure enough, grass was coming up beautiful. But out in the area, nothing was scarcified. Nothing was even raked up hard enough so that soil was loose enough for that seed to catch. So you can sometimes either um, 
client yesterday said, well, I've got old bed springs hooked to some chains and I can have you run it through the area where we're working at. And guys have been parking for a number of uh, months at a job site and the ground is packed. So we're going to scarcify the area first. Get that so it's nice and loose so that um, grass seed can adhere to that. So we'll come back. We'll talk about what means the right seed. Yeah. George um, did some training with that, and definitely we got some seed mixes that we worked hard on. All right. Well, when we come right back, we'll talk grass and seeds and both. <laughs> Lawn grass. Lawn grass. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> got to be careful nowadays in Michigan when you say grass. Because it can mean a whole lot of different things. <laughs> We're talking about lawn grass. Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back on Over the Garden Fence here at 591 FM, WKZO. Need some shade? Waddell's has a great sale on beautiful, cool shade. Waddell's has a great selection of more than 100 varieties of locally grown maple trees, oak trees, birch trees, ornamental pear trees, and ginkgo trees. And this week you can save $10, $15, or $20 on each tree you buy. If you're looking for instant shade, you may want to go with one of the seven oak tree varieties, some that are already 12 to 15 feet tall. An excellent choice that looks great so much of the year is an ornamental pear tree. Ornamental pear trees are known for their beautiful white spring blooms. You'll also enjoy the fall season with a reddish purple foliage. Of course, no landscape is complete without a maple tree. A new variety you'll want to check out is the Red Point Maple. Red Point's brilliant red fall color will make it a standout in your neighborhood this autumn. An absolute beauty for your landscape is a ginkgo tree. They grow slow but mature to be one of the most beautiful, well-shaped trees around. Be sure to pick up your coupon when you come into Adele's. You can save $10 on any tree $99 or less or save $15 on any tree $100 or more or $20 on any tree $199 or more. Adele's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Milton. WKZO News Time is 9.33, right on the nose. Andy Waddell with us and over the garden fence. Well, how many years did we say it was 60? 64. 64. Woohoo. 64 yeah. years of fun, fun, fun in the sun, sun, sun. Or well, in the rain, too. Yeah. I, for what it's worth. So if you missed the discussion a few seconds ago, <clears throat> we were discussing lawn grass. Lawn grass. Lawn grass. Not, not the recreational type of. Although I have to tell you, I saw a sign for a, a dispensary type, you know, whatever. And it said two words. Wreck weed. Any questions? <laughs> you know, I'm like, no. Uh, I guess not. Did they, did they sell sod? Well, just no. kidding. No, they don't, unfortunately. But you, but you, you have. <laughs> and this is you. You brought up a really because somebody had told me before this has happened before in a previously house life. Mm-hmm. Oak trees, oak trees change the pH of the soil dramatically. Oh yeah. And we're going to talk about all the different seeds that Waddell has, but you have to understand that if you have trees in your yard, yeah. it has an effect on the pH and will also affect what kind of grass seed right. you got to put down. Because you might be out there fervently throwing grass seed around and zippity-doo is going to mm-hmm. happen. So. so first of all, before you even go into grass seed, you might realize, do I have too much shade? The little tree that I put in 25 years ago now is a monster tree, and you might decide that around the tree, it's not worth trying to grow grass. Maybe, like Jim is saying, oaks change, well, so do maples. Maples have an alkaline base when they drop their leaves, but too many leaves end end up going to an acidity base. So first of all, let's determine that. Maybe a farther out beyond the drip line or where the heavy shade is, that's where you start your grass. 
We have a very large sugar maple. It had a lot of bare spots underneath. We decided to go ahead and create a hosta garden underneath that. And that way, that area is mulched. The tree loves it. The hostas are benefiting the tree. So um, might have some benefits there. Realize that maybe in shade, you don't need four applications of fertilizer. Maybe your lawn company is wasting your money. You might realize mm-hmm. that you only need two applications of fertilizer a year in a shady area. We also know that um, lawns vary. I wish I could say that most lawns are nice native ground that never has been touched and never been bulldozed on, but I don't think that's the way on any new home construction no. anymore. You get soil that is being hauled in from somewhere, not your house. And so making sure that that pH test or to see what that uh, soil consistency of. Number two, let's talk about the seed mixes. We have, um, George worked hard on a variety of seed. It's a tall turf fescue called Jaguar. It is actually based from a seed found in the Sahara Desert that had over 84 inch roots. Really? Now that is just, it's mom and pop. It is derived from that, but it's extremely, extremely tough growing and it looks just like bluegrass. So it really fakes you out. So we did a test just to make sure before we really started bragging about it. And between the road and the sidewalk, they decide to plow up our you know, our roadway along Waddell's time and time and time again, from fiber optic to everything else, um, gas and power and stuff. So we have overseeded that area with tall fescue, and we've been, the Jaguar, and been very pleased. We also have um, um, City Mix, which has a mixture of, yes, some Jaguar, yes, some Kentucky bluegrasses, and also some beneficial rise perennial rye not annual rye the rise will come up really quick and so sometimes jim you wonder what the heck i put the grass seed down two weeks later i don't see anything it's not working well guess what bluegrasses (laughs) take 21 to 30 days so does fescues oh wow so sometimes you might want to realize that uh some of the perennial rye come up really quick start a seed bed the other plants can catch we also have that is definitely for sun as a little more rough and tough our economy line our Supreme Blend is by far a favorite for any lawn. I actually remember enjoying going on Grandpa's lawn. Um, we'd have uh, evening dinners over there, Jim, and he'd have croquet set up and, believe it or not, lawn, oh, wow. lawn jarts or darts. I remember those. I know. <laughs> Can't play them anymore, but that's all right. Larry and Kathy and Mark were at one end. Tiramia and Bonnie were at the other end. I don't know why anybody didn't get hurt, but I know it's they it's were the amazing. real deal. I remember oh, yeah. sticking right in the lawn, yeah. coming. Oh no! <laughs> so, so I remember rolling around in a very nice lawn that wasn't prickly. And so, Supreme Blend is definitely for that situation. Good, nice um, consistency of uh, fescues and bluegrasses and the jaguar mixed all in there now we also have a deluxe shady it is our best shady mix we dropped some of the regular shady because if you got shade problems you got a lot of shade usually this will grow up to 90 to 95 percent shade and do fairly well yes you have to take care of it but it's something that would do very well and that is our deluxe shady mix now after that seed goes down remember we just talked about watering 101 And we really need to make sure that watering happens to a lawn twice a day 
for five minutes, twice okay. or three times a day. Don't set the irrigation for 45 minutes so it can all run off. So make sure that irrigation is fixed or taken care of or get a traveling sprinkler so you know maybe you can uh, water that area. We also have Easy Straw. It is seed mulching with tackifier. It's a 2.5 square foot bale, covers up to 500 square feet, and it can top dress that seed and allow it to keep a little more moist so it comes up really fast. And then my last thing on lawn definitely is grass seed is a plant. Feed it. Yeah, it is. It's a plant, guys, so don't don't forget. Same with sod. So does it Okay, so we were talking about trees and whatnot, Andy. Does it depend on what type of grass seed you're using and where it's at as to what kind of feed you use? Actually, no. I think the food would be the same on round one. After the lawn programs get going, and if you have a sunny mix or a, I'm sorry, sunny area or a shady area, Jim, yes, definitely those programs would be designed for a shady or a sunny area. But to get things started, good question, everybody. New Lawn Starter Fertilizer made by Fertilome. It's a 9-13-7 and be great for starting sod or grass seed. Um, You can actually apply your grass seed and water it for a week. And then put your fertilizer down so you're not leaching it in. So once okay. you start watering it, the new seed will come up. All so right. there's well, a couple of things with, yeah. with lawns. 84-inch roots. That's still bouncing around in my yeah. head. Yeah. Wow. And that's why I think um, we also have a, a seed called Double Time. And they're using that for a lot of the football and soccer fields in America right oh, now. Oh, very cool. And that is also a very good one that uh, we've been impressed with its uh, results. All right. Well, we'll take one last break, and then we'll get ready to wrap up this edition of Over the Garden Fence. We still have time. If you want to sneak a question in under the wire, 382-4280, 877-382-4280, or you can text us at 80373. We'll be right back on 590-1069 FM, WKZO. Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants available in our area? Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, of course. Waddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants for your area or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, and any products and tools you may need to care for your outdoor living area. You'll also find the plant doctors always in at Waddell's. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? A tree that had problems last year that you want to prevent this year? The plant doctor has you covered. Wear your mask and come visit with one of Waddell's birding specialists and Michigan certified nursery specialists. They'll beauty decide which plants and products would be right for your outdoor living area. Or you can take advantage of curbside pickup service at Waddell's on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Street. And we're back to Over the Garden Fence as we get ready to wrap things up. But before we do that, Andy, we have a phone call. Oh, nice. Yes. So uh, hang on. I'm doing this technology stuff is sometimes it's a little <laughs> bit of a pain. Let's go to Judy right now. Good morning, Judy. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Hey, Judy. How Good are morning. you? I'm, I'm fine. Actually, I'm canning peaches right now. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't tell us you're doing that without us coming over. <laughs> Judy, where do you live? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do. Peach, <laughs> all right. Peach crisp. And <laughs> oh. So you oh, have I a know, question? I know. I do. Um, our potatoes and onions are ready to come up how do i store them for the winter or until they run out you bet you bet you know what they not everybody has a root cellar 
you know, very few people. So, Judy, you got to pick the probably the coolest spot in your house that won't freeze. I like to store them in not deep bushel baskets because they will actually, on the potatoes, because they'll actually start bruising themselves after a while. So could you lay them out? We actually have bulb crates at Waddell's that we sell, and you could spread them out, and they have vented sides to them, Judy, that helps in the uh, longevity of that potato. I've seen onions at the other end almost hung, whether they are in... um, I've seen them done in empty hanging baskets before because not everybody has onion sacks like they used to. But a lot of times it's nice to put them in an onion sack and hang them up and let them dry like in the basement stairs, something like that. Um, what kind of taters do you have? Uh, Yukon Gold. Yeah, so Yukons, um, we have Yukon ourselves and Kennebecs and Pontiacs this year. Now, the Pontiacs are probably, we'll just end up eating those where those Yukons and those Kennebecs, I'll put down the basement. Yes, we have a Michigan basement, but if I don't watch it, they'll just, Judy, want to start growing. So every once right. in a, once in a while, you, um, I actually peel off some of the new shoots that are wanting to come out of that and try to space them out so they have a chance to breathe. I wish they had more than a six-month season, but a cool area that's dry is what they like. Okay, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, ours, we lifted up half the crop the other night, and I was overly impressed. I think this season's going to be really good for potatoes. Very cool. Very good. Well, thank you very much. Continue having fun canning. Yes. Yes. All right, take care, Judy. Thank you. And just like that. It's amazing. It is. I wish, I wish potatoes you could store like bulbs. Yeah. You, you can't put them in peat moss. Wow. I've, I've seen it, but you, I've seen sometimes um, parchment paper even used in between some of the mm-hmm. rows, but try to eat them up and share them. I mean, they, they don't last a full year, so, okay. you know, four to six months, something like that. You say we do this again next week. I'd love it. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll have you on back. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Andy, for coming in, and thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. And it's 64th year, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street.